This is Listen Likely, the show that keeps you up to date on all things happening in and around the Lakeland area. Here's your chance to plan your family activities and learn more about what your city government and your neighbors are doing to make Lakeland a great place to live, work, and play. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the May edition of the Listen Lakeland Radio Show a show highlighting people, places, activities, and organizations that make our community an exceptional place to call home. I'm David Robinson with Lakeland Vision. So just this last weekend, I saw Avengers Endgame. And without spoiling anything for our listeners, that film had an amazing display of girl power. Today, we have the United Way version of girl power. Our incoming chair of United Way of Central Florida, Greta Dupuy, and our new CEO of United Way, Christina Kreiser-Jackson. Today, we're going to do a little myth-busting about United Way. So welcome to the program, ladies. Thank you, David. It's good to have you guys um, on the show. Expect uh, that we're going to have some great questions today that we have prepared for you. And we'd just like to hear more about United Way. So um, I'll start with you, Christina. Why United Way? Well, United Way covers Polk Highlands in Hardy County in Central Florida. We serve as a philanthropic broker, and we use community-based and community-led solutions to address the most critical needs in our community. And so it's a nonprofit, obviously. Absolutely, yes. And it sounds like a great great organization. Obviously, I know a little bit about United Way, so I'm baiting you a little bit. Um, How do you guys donate? How do you choose where your money goes? How do you, you, you collect a lot of money in this community? How do you do that? We do, and we use about 140 to 200 volunteers a year, and Greta Dupuy has actually served as one of those community investment team members. Um, But we use these members that are volunteers in the community. They are experts under education, income, and health, and also safety net, and they address the most critical needs through our steering community groups and then allocate those funds based on the outcome measurements, the clients that are served, and the initiatives that these programs are being provided. So Greta, you know, tell me, you know, how you got involved with United Way. What was your first exposure to United Way? Uh, well, my first exposure to United Way was about 16 years ago when I started with Publix Supermarkets. Um, you know, Publix really strongly believes in the United Way and what they do for those that are living in our communities and the changes that they're making uh, in those communities and for the people that live and work in those communities. So when I started Publix 16 years ago, I was introduced to United Way and I haven't uh, left since. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. And Publix, I understand, is like number three on the planet as far as uh, Global Givers to United Way? We are currently number three. Uh, When I came on board in this position, we were uh, number five or number four, Christine? I can't remember. I believe five, yes. Uh, Number five, so we're climbing our way up. Uh, You know, we're only in seven states with about 140,000 donors, so I think we're doing pretty good. And they'll be number two or number one soon. Well, I'm thinking after your chairmanship here, you should find a way to do number one, right? Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Number one or nothing. (laughs) Go big or go home. Exactly. So, Christina, how did you become affiliated affiliated with United Way? You've been there for a number of years. Absolutely. Um, Growing up, I felt blessed that my family was able um, to get involved with nonprofits and give back to the community. Um, And it was at University of Florida that I um, became passionate about the nonprofit sector After researching a lot of organizations, the accountability, the transparency, and again, that community impact model really um, drove me to pursue a career with United Way. 
Awesome. And you've been with United Way of Central Florida how many years? For 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Yes. Wow. And how long have you called Lakeland home? Uh, for the last 10 years, um, my husband and I just got married in July, and we temporarily lived in Hillsborough, but we're back in Lakeland and closing on a home in May 15th. I think I know a couple of people that went to that <laughs> wedding. I, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> July will be a year. We had a great time. How long have you been in Lakeland? I have been in Lakeland for almost 12 years now. Awesome. I started my public career in Jacksonville and was transferred to corporate 12 years ago. So I always love that show Mythbusters. I'm sure you guys have seen it. And you find uh -oh. these crazy <laughs> science things and crazy urban legends that are out there. And I wanted to do some myth busting today. So with the two of you, maybe you guys could help me, you know, uh, bust a few myths. One of the things that I hear is that, you know, that um, people say, I don't support United Way because X, Y, Z. And, and, and one of the ones I hear is United Way supports Planned Parenthood. So, Christina, tell me about that. We actually do not support Planned Parenthood um, through United Way of Central Florida in Polk Highlands and Hardy County. That's actually one of the great things about the community investment teams that, you know, we always encourage our community to um, take part of is that, you know, they actually go out and decide where the dollars are allocated. And right now, Planned Parenthood is just not a priority for this community. Great. So, myth, so the myth is busted. You know, United Way of Central Florida doesn't support that. Awesome. Busted. Good. <laughs> United Way has high overhead. I don't want to donate my money to United Way because I can give it directly to the agency. How can it be more effective giving it to United Way? So United Way of Central Florida is actually evaluated by many third-party agencies and programs, and we're proud that we always receive that highest recognition for our low overhead um, and the accountability and transparency that we provide to the community. And so the overhead isn't that high? It or? is not that high. And okay. I'd love the opportunity. I know Greta and I would both love the opportunity to speak to anyone that's interested in hearing more about our personnel and operating budgets. Okay. And, and United Way of Central Florida is a five-star um, charity navigator. Four-star um, out of four-star. A four, yes. I'm sorry, four-star out of four-star. Okay. <laughs> it's like five-star. <laughs> five <laughs> it's 100%, David. It's a hundred percent, David. Okay. So... The other, so the myth is busted then. It's Again, busted. Bu busted. 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 Okay, so <laughs> United Way board makes decisions about where the money goes. So this is a bunch of political people that have been assigned to decide where my money goes. We... Again, we are so grateful um, to have volunteers, over 100 to 200 volunteers each year who allocate our funds. Um, they use the statistics, the research in the community. They use partners through health, education, and income, and they identify those areas that need the dollars the most. It's definitely not the board. I welcome anyone yeah. who comes sit during a board <laughs> meeting. They will realize that it's not the board that is deciding those. It's those members of the community investment teams that include volunteers, potentially some board members, um, and community, uh, those living and working in our community. And David, if you don't mind, we all also have open spots each year. So we would welcome any new community members that are interested in seeing that firsthand. When does the community investment team season start? It starts right about February, um, just as the campaign is wrapping up. Okay, great. And who should they contact? Uh, if they want to contact United Way of Central Florida office, 863-648-1500. And extension zero. So I guess we'll call that busted. Busted. And I'm going to um, piggyback on Christina. We really welcome anyone yes. that wants to learn more about United Way and volunteer to really be part of that community investment team. Absolutely. 
And our friend Jennifer Johnson always likes talking about community investment team and how <laughs> she got involved in the United Way. It's a great way to get involved. It really yeah. is. And I, when I sit on these teams, I actually pick a different team each time so that I, I can learn more about all the different agencies that mm -hmm. uh, we support. Great. Super. So another myth out there, I believe, is United Way sends all the money to D.C. D.C.? <laughs> Isn't that where the National United Way of the grand exactly. United, so United, Way United Way Worldwide is in D.C., um, but we are proud that we are completely locally driven. Um, we are our own separate 501c3, and this is the biggest strength of United Way, that our community actually identifies the needs in the community and addresses it right here at home. So we pay a membership fee, um, but we do not send our dollars anywhere else except for within this community. Which is awesome because... You know, there's, there's so many organizations that don't, and we can think of some very major ones that have mm -hmm. major campaigns, and it's, it, all the money is going right. to, right. you know, the, the Washington office, so to speak, and then it gets redistributed. All doing great stuff, but this is a different business model, yeah. and this is the business model that works best for us. Absolutely, and I know, uh, speaking on behalf of Publix, that's one of the biggest reasons or mm -hmm. benefit that we support United Way, because the money that you raise in that community stays in that community. So another... Um, you know, myth about United Way is... Oh, wait, did we say busted? Oh, busted. 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 <laughs> so are we four for four now? We're four for four. So another myth that I've heard out there is that um, United Way is is kind of old school. It was the old community the community investment bank, you know, mm -hmm. sort of to, to go take care of problems. How has that changed? Oh, there's a lot that's changing right now. And with the leadership of our board... Um, and the vision that they have um, put forth for us in the team, the staff. Um, we're excited to transform our giving from transactional to transformational giving, getting to know our donors better, getting to know the needs of the community better, and bringing new partners on board. Again, we invite the entire community to get a part of this. We're also incorporating our millennials, um, which I'm sure that they hate hearing, um, but we have our Student United Way group from Polk State College, we have our Young Leaders, Young Leaders Society that is continuing to grow. Um, and so there's, there's lots of opportunities um, to take us forward to this next step. Okay. So is that busted as well? And so busted? Is busted yet? Oh, it's busted. <laughs> okay. It's busted. So five for five. I'm, I'm just going to have to have some of our uh, listeners call in today and see if they can come up with any other myths that they'd like to have busted. So um, now we're going to have a 60-second round. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll hear from you first, Christina, and then you, Greta. In 60 seconds or less, why should someone support United Way of Central Florida? The biggest reason why somebody should support United Way of Central Florida is, again, that we are locally driven. We are locally governed. We have an amazing group of board, team, and staff. Um, but serving as your philanthropic broker, we know that when you invest in United Way of Central Florida, you are making the greatest impact with your hard-earned dollars. We only have 60 seconds, David. Only 60 <laughs> seconds, yes. Well, I, you know, I think we're all passionate about um, improving lives. And United Way, they're looking at the big picture, not just one issue. Um, so our focus is on long-term solutions through education, financial stability, and healthy communities. And I, I can't reiterate this anymore, but the money raised in our community stays in our community. And um, it's the one organization that also really gives multiple agencies to really help improve the lives in this community. Well, that's awesome, guys. It sounds like a wonderful organization and um, one that I, I truly miss uh, seeing you guys on a more routine basis. Tell me a little bit about... Well, actually, David, you can see us more on a routine basis. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I mean, there is the belt buckle bash coming up, yes, right? Tell yes. me about the belt buckle bash for, and these are for people that are already giving the United Way, right? Yes, our Leadership Giving Association, which is funded by a generous family, um, allows for us to bring community-minded, um, like-minded individuals together to celebrate philanthropy. So we are getting ready for our belt buckle bash on May 17th. And um, we will have about 400 to 500 leadership givers coming together to celebrate philanthropy and all that we've accomplished over the past year. Super, super. So how did the campaign end up this last year? Everyone always asks you that. Do we, we have those numbers published yet? We are finalizing our campaign. We are actually moving towards current year support, finding new ways that we can incorporate new um, companies, workplace partners, individuals, foundations, grants. Um, so we are looking at current year support, and we plan to hit our $10 million mark this year. Super, super. So Greta, your job at Publix includes running the third largest campaign on the planet for United Way. How is Publix invested in United Way? How, how have they used it to transform their organization? Uh, well, you know, funny you should ask. Um, we're actually celebrating this year a 40-year partnership with the United Way. Um, Mr. George started this uh, partnership 40 years ago this year. Um, but like I said, you know, United Way is the primary volunteer and charitable organization that public sponsors. And it's actually the only um, organization that we endorse with a company-wide campaign with payroll deduction. It, we make it so easy. So our associates can give as little as they want a week per week or per month, but at the end of the year, they're giving a lot. Um, and so we really, uh, really endorse the United Way. Um, but the money you donate, as I've said, also supports the local United Way programs and agencies. You know, as you know, we operate in seven states. Uh, that's a lot of communities. And, you know, we're really um, grateful that we can support those communities that we operate in and also for those associates. You know, many times it's our own associates, too, that need the help of the United Way. We've recently gone through several uh, hurricanes, um, and uh, it's amazing the help and the assistance that our associates were able to receive from the United Way. And there's really no other public supermarkets. When you look at it, there, it's, it's amazing, the philanthropic um, interest and the way that their, their associates advocate, give, and volunteer. There really is no other public supermarket. So we should all be very proud that their headquarters is in Polk County. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. awesome. What a great organization to be working for, both of you guys, and, and to be involved with. So, Christina, you know, as the CEO of United Way of Central Florida, what bold goals and changes, if any, are you implementing to ensure the trajectory of your organization flies the direction you want it to? Well, we have a lot of potential, um, and there are a lot of bold goals under health, education, and income. Um, but we have some new partners that we're working with right now. One of those being um, the food deserts that are in our area and public supermarkets and also Mosaic and other groups that we work with on a regular basis have identified these needs. Um, but we have some bold goals to eradicate those food deserts by 2025 in our area. Um, we can bring the right community partners together and this will not impact our alcohol pool dollar or the funding that we provide from the agencies. We have to re-strategize and rethink how we partner with our current partners. And so if we identify a need like that, which is the food deserts, we know that there's groups that can provide uh, mobile food pantries. And then we can incorporate our education programs. We can incorporate our income programs and provide budgeting classes. Um, we can help our community members in a holistic approach and not just a Band-Aid over an issue that may be 
occurring. Some of our listeners may not understand the term food deserts, you know, so can you tell me a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, Publix is not everywhere, um, <laughs> no, but not. we um, have some areas in the Polk, Highlands, and Hardy area where it's not easily accessible to a supermarket or to a um, store or shop that sells um, food products, but also healthy food products. Um, we don't want our clients and our community members having to go to a uh, gas station and pay high price for chips and soda. We want them to have the opportunity to choose um, to buy fresh fruits, vegetables, and protein. Awesome, awesome. So how are you um, planning to um, find challenges inside this community and then address them? What's your, you know, are you going to wait for people to send you a note, an email? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> um, we have strong partnerships. I think it's really important to realize um even with this radio station right now and this, um, this talk, there are so many partners out there, whether it's with the health department, the hospitals, the school board, the educators, the colleges, the universities, um, the local banks and financial institutions. We are actively pursuing them, working with them on a regular basis through our steering committees to identify those needs and to address issues that are, um, that are occurring. So for our listeners that just joined, I have today the chair of United Way of Central Florida, Greta Dupuy here, and uh, the CEO for United Way of Central Florida, uh, Christina Kreiser-Jackson. And we are talking about all things United. So Christina, tell us how people live United and how United Way helps unite this community. Well, we recommend that people live United by giving, advocating, and volunteering. Obviously, the first one is giving. Um, our funded partners need the funds to perform the services that they have for their clients. The next one is advocating. Um, we have a two-on-one service, which I think we'll talk about in a little bit, um, but we'd love for people to talk about United Way and also provide that advocacy on behalf of the two-on-one program for those community members that are in need. And the other is volunteer. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that later, um, but also want to encourage um, community members to get involved. Use us as that, as that connector to the programs that need your help and assistance. And we also provide um, year-long and day-of volunteer projects. Um, but Living United certainly means that you bring all community partners together, whether it's nonprofits, for-profit, church, civic groups. Um, we have that vessel, and we're able to pull the leaders, the community members, and the clients together to provide that assistance in the community. It sounds like United Way does so much. And, and so if, you know, with the 60 plus um, agencies and over 100 programs, how many people do you impact on an annual basis? We impact over 50,000 clients a year through our outcomes. And that's just United Way of Central Florida? Yes, just Polk Highlands and Hardy County. That's amazing, that's amazing. And you do that with less than a $10 million budget. Right, exactly. That's, that, exactly. that's incredible. And so that keeps us from having to pay higher taxes and Absolutely. have programs that you know maybe the government is not as well adept at uh, stewarding and uh, keeping keeping moving forward. So, Absolutely. but you work with government um, government organizations as well, or not? So, Greta, you have lots of opportunities to volunteer your time and donate your time. How do you and why do you donate your time to United Way? What what makes it different for you? Uh, well, I mean, it starts at the mission. Uh, you know, the mission of United Way that, like I think I mentioned earlier, is to improve lives and strengthen our community. Um, we are such a tight-knit community here. Um, and, you know, knowing the 
the needs in our community. I know that the United Way of Central Florida and sitting on a community investment team, the differences and the impact that we make in this community through the United Way. You know, we all give to causes that we're most passionate about. Uh, and this is one that I am most passionate about uh, because they're also, you know, we, we take care of our neighbors at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Um, and so, you know, I, I asked the uh, listeners um, and the rest of our community to join us in this fight to build stronger families and to build a stronger community here in Polk Highlands and Hardy County. Would you add anything, Christina? No, I think that was perfect. I think that was great. Super. So how does, if, if you know, United Way supports, you know, all these programs, how does someone find out if you have the right program or if someone's in need of, of a service or a philanthropic service? What is, you know, is there, and they might not have access to a website or something. And besides the website, uwcf.org, right? Um, how would someone find out someone of something? We have a call center. Um, it's called 211. And you just simply dial 211 now from a landline or your cell phone. You also have text and chat capabilities. As soon as you explain your issue or your need, you will have a referral agent refer you to programs. Those are not necessarily only United Way funded programs, but any service, program, grant, uh, service through um, government that could address that need. Um, and it's, a, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, it's a wonderful program, and it could be everything from looking for a volunteer project to an elderly parent that you are worried about when you're at work, uh, food issues. Um, it really runs the gamut. Um, please know that any issue or service that you may be in search of, 211 will have those. And issues. so when you call 211, tell me what happens. You, you get a recording? You get a Nope. No, it's a live agent. It's a live referral agent. And they will talk you through the issue. Um, they will try to also find out what the underlying issue may be. So if you're calling because you need food, well, do you need some job training? Do you need transportation to get to work? Childcare services, it really runs a gamut in all that they um, cover and that they can provide. So when you say partner with agencies, you really do partner with those agencies. You're, you're kind of referring to them people that need those services. Badly. Our funded agencies, but also non-funded agencies. Oh, um, both. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And they work, again, with the government. So if FEMA money is coming into the community, they're aware of that. Other grants, other resources, uh, they have their quick resource guide as well. If um, listeners would like to go to our website, uwcf.org, they can also pick up a copy of that. But the 211 service is really um, where they should be calling. And it's totally confidential. Yes, totally confidential. How many calls a month, or do you have a For Polk Highlands and Hardy County, we average about 1,000 to 1,200 calls a month. Um, but we would, of course, like that to increase um, because we know the needs out there. And, and, of course, if the needs out there, you know, we need the funds as well. So Absolutely. So how, how does someone get their company involved? How does someone get their students involved? How does someone get their kids involved? We are always looking for new partners. Um, the great thing about United Way is we do bring community partners together. So you know that your invested dollars or your invested hours are not being duplicated without an outcome measurement. Um, so if you are interested in getting involved, uh, again, we cover Polk, Highlands, and Hardy counties. Um, we will find your niche. One of the areas that we're really focused on is understanding our donors. Um, I know with public supermarkets, we know they want to support the community in which they serve, um, but we are uh, wanting and willing and able to work with you to find out what your employee base needs, 
um, maybe it's Alice, and we'd love to get you more information about our new Alice program. Or, or we may find out that you need um, hearing aids for some of your clients. Maybe you have single mothers that are working in your workplace um, that need assistance, or even single fathers that need assistance. Um, we have lots of opportunities um, to partner with you and to make sure that we're helping you with your philanthropic goals and interests. And, you know, as we mentioned earlier, you know, if, if you want to just learn a little bit more about United yes. Way before you do that, there's plenty of uh, volunteer opportunities, and those are listed on the United Way Central Florida uh, website as well. We're always looking for volunteers. You can uh, give, volunteer, and advocate, you yes. know. Um, you know, I know we're always looking for Reading Pal volunteers mm -hmm. as well, where you can read to the kindergartners once a week. Um, you can start there, and uh, once you get started, you'll be hooked. And also when you see the impact and changes that your dollars are making in this community that we all live work in. Do you have online donation, online giving? We do. And you can give through that website as well. I yes, think. yes. Great. So tell me if millennials are doing anything to change, you know, change your focus and um, in, in United Way and how they're getting involved with United Way. Well, absolutely. Um, millennials, for sure, but even for anyone who is wanting to get involved philanthropically, giving is completely different um, beast, I would say. Um, you can now get on your phone or on your laptop, and you can give to any amazing organization, any 501c3 in this community. Um, but again, what United Way provides is those outcome measurements, and millennials especially want to see those outcome measurements. Our Student United Way at Polk State College is being piloted currently, and um, we are proud that they have won many, many and various awards, one being from VISTI recently. They were also involved with the Lakeland Derby, and they are receiving awards throughout the community. Um, this group is, it's, they're really committed to making a difference in the community, um, and they're doing it in a powerful way. We also have Destination Graduation, and we are grateful for the partnership with Dr. Falconetti and Polk State College in that we are helping students that are one step away from having to drop out of college. That's really important. It may be something as simple as a flat tire, or it could be as severe as a medical, unexpected medical issue um, that may prevent that, that student from graduating. It's extremely important that we provide those hands up so that those students can succeed and move forward. And we shouldn't underestimate those millennials. Oh, yes, no. We should not. No, you know, no. I know research shows today that the millennials are looking at companies when applying what their volunteering policies are, mm -hmm. and some of them are making those decisions. What, what are the, uh, those organizations giving and their philanthropic um, uh, values? Uh, so, you know, we have to be ready for that as we go. And, I, you know, Christine and I are headed to Toronto tomorrow for the United Way Worldwide Conference, and one of the sessions, though, is move out millennials, here comes Jen... <laughs> I don't know what the next generation is. Um, so, you know, as we're catching up on millennials, we have another one coming <laughs> behind them as well. Mm -hmm. and, and millennials really do want to give back. They're, it's a wide range yeah. of individuals. Um, they get it from their parents who were dedicated to giving back, um, but they also move around more. And so we just have to do a better job of understanding where our donors, where our volunteers, where their interest lies, and bring them in with the work that and we're doing. And you have a program for that, Young Leaders. We do. We have the Young Leader Society, which allows um, individuals and young leaders 21 to 45 to get involved philanthropically, both um, through a financial investment, but also through great networking opportunities. David, you were our Tocqueville chair, so I know you facilitated a lot of opportunities and, um, I would say, networking um, potential for our young leaders who grew personally and professionally.
with those with those connections with our Tocqueville Society. I think that those partnerships between the Young Leader Society and Tocqueville is actually what's creating this millennial um, engagement where, you know, people like you, David, have been such role models, you know, and I I look at your kids as well that are probably going to be getting into philanthropy. And so I think that's where this millennial generation, you know, their parents were such role models as they Mm -hmm. were donating their time and giving and advocating. Uh, So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. So... Something I think about, you know, is, is what gets measured gets done, and and if you if you look at the last ten years, what's what's transformed in our community, and realizing our community is much larger than just Lakeland, our listening audience is also much larger than just Lakeland, but you know, how, what's transformed from the United Way perspective? What do you what do you see has has changed? How has it changed our community for the better? Did we move the ball forward in the last ten years? Absolutely. Um, we've been able to diversify funding. So we talk about the Tocqueville partnerships, the Young Leaders, Women United. Greta is our Women United Chair, along with Stephanie Cologne. Um, we are looking at what we call our affinity groups. Um, community impact is a completely different beast. Um, we are now looking at the next level of community impact. So we are able to tell our donors how their investments are making a difference in the community. And we're looking at ways that we can collaborate better with each other. Um, we're not just putting a Band-Aid over a solution, but we're looking at issues in our community holistically so that we can uh, stop that cycle of poverty but also help that community member get on their feet and be productive. Yeah, absolutely, and, and really creating more long-term solutions yes. for those in the community. Yeah. Well, Greta and Christina, I want to thank both of you for being here today, and thank you for answering all my questions. And, and hopefully, um, listeners, if they have any other questions about United Way, we'll go to the website um, and learn more. Maybe they'll advocate, maybe they'll give. Uh, Maybe they'll make a donation um, because they heard you guys today on the show. I hope so. Um, Please put it in honor of Greta and Christina. Thank you guys again for being here. Thank Thank you, David. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications. Truly a community working together to provide an exceptional quality of life. Thanks for listening.